Welcome to Corizant Technologies, home of the Digital Executive Podcast. Welcome to the Digital Executive. Today's guest is Rick Longenecker. Rick Longenecker joined Open Systems as Chief Information Security Officer in 2020 after following the company with a growing respect for a better part of the decade. A seasoned security leader with global experience in government, energy, and consumer services industries, he remains strongly passionate about security enablement in a fast-changing world. Rick holds a degree in electrical engineering from Lay University, a number of certifications, and is strongly involved with multiple industry groups and associations in the U.S., Europe, and Israel. Well, good afternoon, Rick. Welcome to the show. Hi, Brian. Pleasure to meet and pleasure to spend time with you and your listeners. Absolutely. This is so awesome. Uh, love your background, by the way. Dug into your, your profile a bit, did, did a little research, and uh, I love how you traversed the globe and your career and uh, now uh, uh, speaking to me from a country in Europe, in, in Switzerland, actually. So I appreciate um, your time today, and, and we're going to jump right into these questions. So, Rick, let's talk a little bit about your career. Uh, your career is in yep. technology, a security director, and now you're the chief information security officer at Open Systems. Could you share with our audience the secret to your career growth and what inspires you? Okay, well, that's that's a great question. Anybody who gets into security, it's it's always a journey, right? And uh, I've actually spent time at a, a major alarm provider like ADT in America, and, and a number of years with the United Nations, setting up a security program there. And um, I, I think overall, um, it's it's understanding who you are, uh, and maybe also just letting life uh, give you a bit of uh, excitement. Uh, don't don't plan it or script it out. And kind of just go with it. And that's actually taken me from New York to Sweden and now into Switzerland. I'm actually from Pennsylvania, so it's a pleasure to be speaking to uh, to you, Brian. Um, if I would go talk about the company a little bit, um, you know, Open Systems, I've actually known for about 10 years. And uh, we're a managed security provider. Uh, and we like to say that, and we're very proud to say that we do crazy good cybersecurity with a focus on our customers. I can say working here has kind of expired me every day as, as well as all the other companies I've worked with. And I, you know, every new opportunity presents a new challenge. Thanks for sharing, Rick. I do appreciate that. And security is really top of mind. I think for everybody nowadays, um, there's a lot of emerging technology coming into this space, but, but security is definitely always at top of mind and, and it continues to uh, morph uh, just overnight. So thank you for all the work you're doing. And I appreciate the share. So, Rick, we're going to jump a little bit into this pandemic, right? We've all had to make these shifts, adjustments uh, during the lockdown, but now things are shifting. What are your plans for business growth going forward? And will it be any different than during the lockdown? That's a really good question, Brian. Um, so I, I think like many businesses, everybody had mapped out um, the pandemic, you know, potentially taking 18 to 24 months. Uh, the smart ones got prepared for it up front and everybody sort of adjusted. Um, now we're more or less spinning out of it with the vaccine and everything else. Uh, but if I if I look from our business perspective at open systems or of our customers' perspectives, mostly in the manufacturing, uh, education, uh, you know, other other different industries, even healthcare, um, many, of course, are considering what they do uh, kind of post-pandemic as we roll back to normal. Uh, with some new and different challenges. I would say overall, from a security perspective, actually nothing has changed. The pandemic really showed us that we can work remotely. 
Uh, and it also uh, showed us that there is more and more security risk out there. And uh, so all of our companies are still dealing with this and actually dealing with it more so maybe you could say than two years ago. And uh, our business model really hasn't changed because we're here to support the remote worker. Uh, and we, we endeavor on a series of missions for different organizations uh, in the sense that we our mission is to actually provide security and provide actionable results. And we see that with a lot of our customers because a lot of them are hit with ransomware and maybe they call us. Uh, ransomware being an encrypted uh, an attack that uh, basically an arbitrator goes in an organization, encrypts all their files and, and prevents them from actually working. And uh, this, this, these threats are really real. Uh, they're somewhat geopolitical and, and this stuff isn't changing and our business model isn't changing. We're here to support the business and here to support the remote worker. That's great to hear. You know, you're reinforcing some of those uh, basic um, security protocols that we all need to be thinking about. And the pandemic, like I said, like you said, uh, has really changed the way we do business. But but I'm glad that we've got professionals out there like you that are really uh, protecting us as consumers and, and your your obviously your customers as well. So, Rick, you're obviously leveraging some new and emerging technologies within your tech stack. Anything you might be able to share with us today? Well, like any organization, when they, they more or less recognize the, the, the impact of COVID, uh, they embrace remote work. Uh, but with the same rate, almost every organization in the world right now is adopting uh, what you would say cloud technologies, right? Uh, specifically, you know, Microsoft, Azure, Amazon, other places. And they're moving everything to the cloud. Um, and I would say that we're no less extent embracing that, right? We... We've been an early adopter of, of Microsoft Azure and something called Azure Sentinel, which is Microsoft's SIEM or Security Incident and Event Management System in the cloud. So we, we actually partnered with Microsoft a little over two years ago, and we've gone headfirst into embracing uh, this technology. And coming with it, uh, we actually utilize uh, machine learning and artificial intelligence because it's, it's really the only way that organizations are, are going to be able to deal, uh, and individuals as well, uh, deal with the uh, continued risks uh, and reliance uh, in relation to information security. So I, I think another aspect that we actually do as well is we're also kind of on the bleeding edge of, of um, ML and AI in, in that sense, uh, driving our missions, uh, because we've had experience uh, with other industries uh, which are also applicable to security. So for instance, we've done ML models or machine learning models for uh, actual major uh, tech firm out of Silicon Valley that you know of, uh, and also there's some global retail and things. And it's kind of interesting because uh, essentially uh, people or you know uh, attackers behavior, you know, people's behavior can be modeled these days and whether or not it, it's in retail or it's in uh, security or hacking, you could say, uh, these, these, some of these same principles and learnings can be applied and, and we take that uh, approach and then give that back to our customers. Thank you for sharing. I appreciate it. And you're absolutely right. Uh, people are partnering now with, with major uh, solutions providers like Microsoft's to really enable a better security footprint around uh, what they do and their business and also their, their customers. So thank you. And Rick, last question here, could you share something maybe from your career experience that would be helpful for those looking to grow their career in either security or leadership? 
Well, I think over overall, um, from a security perspective and a leadership perspective, they can be kind of tied together nowadays. Uh, I think it's a real opportunity for many young people out there uh, that are studying in tech uh, or those who actually aren't necessarily in security from the get-go. I actually have a friend in New York. Uh, I spent some time in New York with the United Nations and basically... Um, you know, I, I've got a few friends that have been involved in finance for a number of years, and then maybe they were selling uh, structured products or they were uh, working in, in, in currency trading or something, right, for, for some major banks. And as time goes on, uh, the market's been great, but basically um, there, there's, some, there's some volatility there, right? And, and maybe they also just get tired of working uh, in, in finance and they want to do some better for the world or something. And uh, so I've actually talked to quite a few of them because they, they approached me and said, well, how can I get involved in cyber? And um, in reality, uh, there's, there's two different things that, you know, most people can consider is one is, you know, uh, start to explore it yourself, see what's out there. There's a lot of different career tracks. And, um, and from there, um, spend some time. You need, you need to learn the technical stuff. And actually, security today is, is, is a lot about trust. It's always been there. And, uh, and basically that, that trust ties into leadership as many of the things, the ways we consider security uh, in different organizations are actually about people and, and how we can actually do something within an organization. So from the one end, there's a technical aspect and exploring that and deciding what you might be good at. But the second aspect is actually how to get something done in an organization or work with people or work to gain trust with them in order to that you can actually make change. And I can say, again, this is a wonderful career for anyone. We, for instance, we hire a lot of young people and they, they find themselves really fulfilled. And from the other end, uh, in the end, you, you will eventually help people uh, because uh, technology touches us all today. And uh, any sort of uh, hacking or, or security uh, risk out there uh, can be really disruptive in people's lives. And, and we're really tasked with with a mission to uh, to keep people's lives uh, running as smoothly as possible and, and to avoid uh, any sort of uh, danger or disaster. Thanks for sharing, Rick. I appreciate that. And, and trust, you're right. It's it it's interesting. It's it goes hand in hand with security and uh, obviously uh, per, personnel or people relationships. And I think that's that's awesome that you shared that analogy. So thank you again. And Rick, I just want to let you know, it was a pleasure having you on today, and I look forward to speaking with you real soon. Hey, Brian, really appreciate it. Anytime. Thank you. Bye for now. Bye.